Podcast number five. Hello and welcome to the Fighting for Connection podcast. I'm Brett Nicola, a husband, father, and fun lover. Listen in as I share stories, tips, and inspiration that will move you toward the connection that you want in your relationship. This morning, I was rustled awake by my two bleary-eyed boys clutching onto their blankets as they crawled over me and into the bed next to me. My wife had already pulled our youngest son into the bed as well, so the first 10 minutes of my morning were spent there with my three youngest children, the three boys, all in bed with me. And as I came to and began to think about my day, my thoughts especially went to those three boys with me and the connection that I felt. Those times are so precious to me and I enjoy them so much when those little kids want to be so close and I see their desire to be close with their mother and I feel their desire to be close to me. And it had me thinking just how long Uh, I would have that kind of a connection with those three boys. I know as they age, uh, they're going to grow up and mature and spread their wings. And they're not going to have maybe that same desire to be as close to me, especially in like that physical sense. So I thought that I want to just soak these moments up and remember them for the rest of my life because it almost gives me a heartache to think that in 10 years and 15 years, Uh, maybe that connection won't be as close or as tight or the same. And it's probably meant to be that way. It's meant that we all grow up and uh, leave our parents' house and go out on our own. But I know the heart of a parent, at least for me, I wish I could just freeze time on some of those younger years and uh, hold those kids in those little ages forever because they're so fun at that age and and that connection is so good. And I always tell Kelsey, it's like just having that unconditional love that you almost can't find anywhere else. And it comes from those little, little children. And, and it feels so good to me. And it was in contrast to another situation that I had just a week ago with my my oldest few girls. And I think especially because that conversation had happened a week before, my mind was already in this space of thinking about connecting and, and connections with my kids and how I want the message to my kids to be that I want to be connected to them. And how even though that's where my heart is and that's the feeling that I have and that's what I want to do, I'm not always very good and I would say I'm pretty poor at delivering on that message. And last week, we were on our way to a school event with my three oldest kids, the three girls, and one of them shared with me that, Dad, you're always on your phone, that you never spend time with us. Right when I heard that, I felt it in my body. I, I got defensive and and I thought that I wonder where this is coming from because it is something that I would say I've tried to work on. A few years ago, Kelsey had a conversation with me where she had shared that she'd really like me to not be on my phone, especially when the kids are around. And I had taken that to heart and I felt like I was really trying to do that. So I was curious. I tried to be curious and and just say, 
when have you experienced that or, or where have you seen me on my phone? And sure enough, they pulled up a few different examples of times that, and I remember the times quite distinctly is as they were sharing them, I, I knew that, oh yeah, that had, that had happened or, or that probably had happened. And for me, I think it was just a, a message that those kids are so aware and those kids remember the times where they tried to connect and they were unable to. For example, one time that they shared is Kelsey and I were swapping kids. We were both in separate vehicles and Kelsey had the kids and they were coming into my vehicle and I was actually here at my office. So as I jumped into my vehicle uh, and the kids were coming in, I had to, I must have had to finish or thought I had to finish some work item. So I was tapping away on my phone and the kids were trying to talk to me. And that was one of the examples that they brought up that they were trying to talk to me and I was just busy on my phone. Uh, and it had happened two months ago, maybe. But the message there is that those kids remembered. It. And I don't think I need to be perfect. I don't think anyone is going to be perfect at these things. But for me, it was just highlighting that the kids remember when they are trying to connect and they can't get that connection or they they can't get through to you. And I think that's the same even in relationship. I work with a lot of couples and I hear that same experience happening that they one person turns to their spouse and when it feels like they can't get to them, when they can't reach them, it becomes maybe even a little distressing. So I would say that night I kind of had a pit in my stomach and a little bit of a bellyache and uh, I was feeling pretty disappointed because I thought I was doing a pretty good job at that and I was getting a message in, in another way and I, I probably knew a little bit of it was true that I was I was getting distracted uh, with my phone. And I think that it really is one of these things that is so easy to get distracted in. Sometimes whatever is happening on our phone feels really urgent or for me, I get really curious. Like if a notification comes through and uh, it's something for work or, or maybe it's something on like a family uh, messaging group or something like that and it comes through, I would say I can get curious and I want to see what that is right away. So maybe I'll flip it open and quick read it. Or maybe it's a work email and I'm just like, oh, I wonder what that is. I flip it open, I read it, and and then I will just be intending to quick read something or look at something. And one thing leads to another, leads to another, and pretty soon it's 10, 15 minutes that I'm spent with my head down, my eyes kind of focused on my phone, and the rest of the world is just going on around me. But I, I've totally become uh, consumed by my phone. And it's for me, how, that's how easy and how quick I get distracted by what is in my phone. And I think the one of the things that I've had to think about is how a lot of times there are urgent things that come up in our life, but they're not important things. We have to begin to distinguish between urgent things and important things. And a lot of those messages and those distractions, they can hold and they can wait, even though they feel urgent. I have had to think of it this way that I need to practice allowing for urgent things to kind of be knocking on the door and stay focused on the things that are important that are in front of me. And for me, it really is those close connections in my home that I want to hold and I want to keep because I really want that message to be there that 
I do want to connect with them. I, I'm not wanting to connect with my phone. I'm not wanting to connect with the emails and all the other things that are there. And those things will keep, those things will hold. But those moments in the home, in between the end of my workday and the time I tuck them in, those are limited. They're not going to be around forever. And I think that's what I began to realize or really felt this morning as those three boys were in the bed with me. So phones have already replaced our alarm clock, our calendar, our camera. I've heard this before that don't let them replace your relationships. It it is happening all around us. I think of times when I'm at the airport or times when I've been in larger social gatherings or, or places where people come together. And especially when we're not really familiar with each other, if you're on like an airplane at the airport, even if you go to like the apple orchard or, or things like that, and you look around, there's a lot of people that are involved in their phone when they're in social settings. You can even go to places and you can be visiting intentionally with other people. And it's really easy to look at your phone and get distracted by your phone. At least it is for me. And I know I'm I'm probably, this podcast is for me more than anybody. And that's why I'm recording it because I want this message to come through to me. And I want to remember the thoughts that I had here because I think they're so important. And I think that this phone as powerful of a tool it is as it is, it can also get in the way of many of the messages that I want to share with the people around me. So for me, phones are a big deal because they can quickly take away my intention to connect. And it's just so easy, as I've said, to get unintentionally lost in it. So I think for me this week, especially, I want to get really intentional with looking up and holding eye contact with my kids, with my wife, the people that are there in the room with me, the person that is sitting next to me, I want to connect with them right there. I think uh, there's a little piece in my brain that says, well, the phone gives me the ability to connect with people far away. And I think that's true. But don't let that be the excuse that you use that prevents you from connecting with the person next to you. Our brain is really sneaky at this. And I think sometimes it can be a little bit anxiety provoking to connect with people, uh, at least in that face-to-face setting. We don't have that that little bit of space that comes with social media and the distance. And so when someone is in the room next to us, there can be a little bit of an anxiety to connect with them and it can take some energy and it can be easy to just turn away and disconnect for a little bit. And almost it can feel like recharging or uh, it feels like less energy to be in into our phone, but it's buffering away from maybe the work or the energy that it takes to connect. And I encourage myself and you who are listening to take that little bit of extra energy. Don't go to the low energy thing of going on your phone but use that energy and connect with the person that is in the room next to you. It's going to take a little bit of work, especially if it's a habit that you have to, when you feel a little bit of anxiety, pull out your phone and and do something on it. But watch your brain do that and just practice, practice, practice. Even if you touch your phone or pull it out, just put it right back. That's not a big deal. But Practice and train your brain to not escape to the low energy thing, but to stay in the higher energy thing because it's what you want. At least that is what I want. I want to be connecting with the people that are in the room with me. 
So phones can bring you closer to those far away, but don't let them get in between the relationship that's sitting next to you. I think that's such an important thing to remember, and it's something that I want to spend this week really being intentional about and practicing, and I encourage you to join in with me. Thank you all for the messages and the positive feedback that you have all sent me. I do this because I really enjoy it. I enjoy the opportunities that I've had to have conversations with other people. I've enjoyed being in this space of just recording messages that are important to me and sharing them with all of you. I share them with you because I choose to. And if you're enjoying it and you feel that this is something that uh, has spoken to you or you found some value in it, uh, feel free to share it with your friends as well. As always, thank you for listening in. I really, really appreciate it. This has been the Fighting for Connection podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast and want more content like this, check out my Connected Couples campus, which can be found on my website, www.pivotalapproach.com and become the difference you need in your relationship.